Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Master Phil in your corner. With your host, Master Phil. <laughs> woo! This is why Ric Flair comes up when the music, because I give my Ric Flair woo before we start the segment. Well, welcome to Master Phil in your corner with Master Phil and my fearless partner in crime here, Dougie Fresh Friedman at the Undefeated Media Studios. And boy, do we have a show for you today. I know we've been a little dormant, but heck, we're, we're coming out of the gate, both guns blasting. <laughs> the title to this episode is We the Sheeple. We the Sheeple of the untied states of America make a proclamation of dependence. And you're like, whoa, Master Phil, what are you saying? We the sheeple or so we the people? Untied states, it's the United States. Proclamation of dependence, we're an independent nation. Well, I'll tell you what, if we keep operating under hatred and fear, we're no longer going to be the United States of America as we know it. I mean, you got to look at what's happened to our country. Are we really the land of the free and the home of the brave? If we don't have brave, we will not be free for long. You look at all of our rights being taken away minute by minute. Why is this happening? And I'll tell you, one of the big reasons is because of our lack of, of independency, because we're weak. We're weak. Uh, we're not strong. We are running around in fear. Businesses are closing left and right. Our rights are being abdicated. Why? Because we're weak. But it's not too late. So not only are we going to address the issues so we know them and bring them to the forefront, but we're also going to provide some remedies. And something hit me today. And wait, wait, wait. something hit you? Hit Nothing you. hits no, you. No, I bobbed, <laughs> I bobbed and I, you know, but it hit me mentally because oh, all right, all right. something I wanted to, uh, you know, I, I think it's it's necessary, and and we're going to come to how I came to this conclusion, and you know, I'm not the only one that thought of this, but no one's done it the master Phil way, and I think that this needs to be addressed. So let's talk about the fact that we have become weaker and how we're going to get stronger. But I want to bring on one of our special guests today. I met this gentleman online. He's a serious martial artist, jiu-jitsu, black belt, secondary black belt in jiu-jitsu under a, a great instructor, Professor Vincent, who I've known for quite a while. And he also has a black belt in Kempo. And he came up with this marketing success strategy company. Funny because when I first met him, I really didn't need it because I was packed at my school. <laughs> All right. Uh, I was about to put a, a cap on and then COVID hit and my income dropped 78%. So with nobody showing up anyway and being mandated that we had to close, what was I going to do? So, uh, you know, I just really never did it. And uh, then, you know, a bunch, bunch of things changed, as we know, that I, I've since shut the studio and have gone pretty much online and, uh, and I'm focusing on other areas right now. But uh, I want to bring this man on, no other than Lance Trippett. Come on in, Lance. Hey, how's it going? Thank you, Mr. Uh, oh, pleasure, pleasure. So tell us a little bit about your background and then um, what you vision, what you you see us as a country where we're lacking. We're going to discuss those things and, and we're going to get your input on this and say, hey, you know, how can we remedy this? Because I think I think that uh, between us and, and any of the callers that come in, 
I think that we're going to come up with some good ideas, but we're going to have to talk about some of these issues first. But first, your background, Lance. Tell the yeah, audience. So, uh, so grew up in Maryland, uh, outside of Annapolis. Um, ended up, uh, I was kind of always an entrepreneur. Had a snowball stand, had a selling candy, like whatever it was, uh, make a little make a little scratch, and then uh, ended up moving to Colorado. Um, went there originally out out of uh, high school to to snowboard for a season. Ended up staying there, going to school out there. Um, got into martial arts. I always kind of boxed a little bit growing up with my dad and my grandfather, um, and then uh, got into martial arts. That's when I was doing kempo and jujitsu. Let me roll that back for a second. Now you're. Um your dad and grandfather were boxers or? Yep. Yeah. So my dad, my dad, uh, boxed in the Navy and, uh, my grandfather was a pro boxer back in the day. Um, uh, very, very good skilled boxer, um, out of West Virginia. Um, oh, wow. That's, that's cool. My grandfather was a boxing trainer and he started me throwing hands when I was like eight years old. Oh uh, yeah. So, Same yeah. idea. Just playing in the yeah. basement, <laughs> watching yeah. my dad hit the bag. Um, mm -hmm. So then, then he teach me a little stuff, um, and then yeah, that was that was kind of how it all started. Uh, yeah. And then moved out to Colorado, started learning some more. Uh, you know, I did karate, regular karate, uh, as a kid, um, but just a couple years of it, never really got too much into it. Uh, then when I got a little older, got out in the Colorado, I I really picked it up and, and started doing that when I was 18, 19 years old. So what did what did you think of the Kempo style? You know, I've had some experience in it, uh, you know. But what? Tell me about it, because you know, I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you straight up, my favorite martial arts TV uh, movie star was Jeff Speakman. You know, the <laughs> Jeff Speakman. Yeah. I mean, that guy was was awesome. And I know that he wound up getting sick, and then he, you know, had to put down his uh, put yeah. his film to the side and worry about his health but man the perfect weapon jeff speakman i yeah. I, I love that movie <laughs> yeah i mean you know the cool thing about you know what we're you know i'm, I'm a jiu-jitsu guy now obviously but yeah. um kempo is like one of those things you can make it flashy like especially for television and uh mm -hmm. you know for for those kind of things like it's it's amazing look at people are moving fast and things are yeah. flying um where jiu-jitsu is a little bit you know it's a little harder to make look cool when you're just kind of hugging kind of like wrestling or whatever um so if you don't know what you're looking for it's it's you know not as exciting obviously no. um, but if you know, if you know what you're looking for it's incredible kempo is one of those things i think that's uh that's that's very effective especially um if it's kind of like an altercation obviously where you know maybe you have more than one person and you don't want to grapple and you know so you can start throwing elbows and knees and whatever it is to to start to uh try to Try to take somebody out. <laughs> it's it's funny, even though you know I'm I'm a big grappler as well, and grap you know, yeah. grappling is you know my my lifestyle. But in unfortunately in the street, yeah. If you if you're wrestling with someone in the street, you know who wins the fight? The guy with the <laughs> most friends. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you have ever been there, but I've been I on have. the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've, I've taken guys down the street and then had five hundred friends kicking me. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've been there. <laughs> it's not so much fun. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's uh, you know, definitely you want to be striking and throwing something when you're uh when you're in the streets. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. So um let's talk about some of these issues. Now, uh there's this you know, I, I read this a couple of articles by this guy named Ryan Hoover. Um, you know, and he's talking about the demasculation of America. And being a man shouldn't be a bad thing. He writes a couple of articles. He starts to start out that he's a feminist. I mean, look, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's the truth. But, you know, I, to me, it doesn't matter what your sex is, what your skin tone is, where you're from. I'm all about meritocracy. Yep. What do you bring to the table? What is your skill set? Because one of the problems that I see – going on here is that um, in order to put forth this specific agenda, they found it necessary to drag down a portion of our society. And look, when I was a, when I was a young guy, I'm a little bit older than you, but when I was a young guy, you know, everybody wanted to be tough. Everybody <laughs> yeah. wanted to be smart. Everybody, you know, we, we challenged ourselves, man. We, you know, we were always fighting. 
I mean, yeah, always fighting. Uh, you know, now, now if a kid gets in a fight in school, oh my God, put him on. Uh, you know, he needs a, this this SSRI to be on. You know, so the, he's got to bring his mood down. He's got to get therapy. He's got anger management. Blah 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 blah. And, and and you know, I mean, if anybody's ever done anger management, you know, to quote Rampage Jackson, they made me take anger management class and it just pissed me off. Okay? <laughs> I don't know if you ever met him, man. He's awesome. He's a great yeah. guy. Yes, I love him. So, you know, you, oh my God, my dog is molesting Doug. I know. I, I, you know, I have a gender confused dog. Uh, she's, she's trying to have her way. She's trying to have her way with Doug over here. Don't worry, she does it to my wife all the time. So, you know, like, look, obviously, look, I can't have any issue with anyone. Because it's my dog does. So, <laughs> I love that dog more than anything. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but what what I'm talking about is that you know what you look at you look at um, some of the stats on it right now, right? You look at the average strength of grip strength of a college man. Okay, uh, it's like 98 pounds per square inch. It used to be 133. I mean, their average grip strength. Their average grip strength is that of a, a 30-year-old housewife or a 30-year-old mother, you know, raising kids. I mean, I mean, I, I don't get it. How do you get, not get mine tested? Because that's what everybody says. I can't break his grips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see where I'm at. <laughs> well, you know, you know the thing is, if you look at the stats too, um, I'm not gonna bore everyone with the exact numbers, but the decline of testosterone among males has dropped precipitously. In the past 40 years, by a percent a year, the average. Really? And you know why? Yeah. You know why? We don't pick up heavy stuff. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So you, don't pick yeah, you, up. yeah you pick up heavy stuff. Your body naturally says, I got to get stronger to be able to do this more efficient. Exactly. And, and that's one of the major differences between men and women. Uh, you know, the thing is, that, you know, at one point, the, the, you know, I was reading the information regarding this and saying that, you know, there was some 270 uh, physical differences between men and women. And yet when you look on a cellular level, it's like some 6,500 differences, which is completely crazy. Yeah. So there's a lot of differences between men and women. Now, listen, here's the thing. I'm not saying one's better or one's worse. I'm just saying certain people, certain sexes, certain whatever have proclivities toward doing accomplishing certain tasks and you know i would never stand in the way of anyone doing a job you know except when we're taking the standard and lowering it oh, absolutely. And, yeah and we're making it more difficult for men and i'm telling you especially white men yeah um I, I, you know just for the heck of it i um you know i went i looked at uh you know i'm a college professor so you know i'm always looking around and i you know i got i got hit up to applied to this one college and uh so I, I went on their website you know to send my submit my application and they boasted this whole thing about oh we're we're 40 percent non-white what does that mean why is that relevant well, who cares you know, I mean, the thing is, the thing is, if we keep, you know, if we keep going along these lines, I know it's getting a little off the topic, but it's going to, mm -hmm. we're going to circle back. If we keep going along these lines, you know, you say every time you look at a white guy, oh, he got there because of white privilege, right? Every time you look at a black guy or a black woman, you say, oh, they just got there because of affirmative action. Every time you look at a female in a, in a high position, you say, well, she just got there because of this female initiative and not on their merit, not based on meritocracy. And look, it may be true. It may not be true, but that's what immediately goes on in people's heads now because of the garbage we're being fed. Uh -huh. And it's even in applications. You go to, uh, app, you go to apply for a job somewhere, right? The first, and they say, what's your sex? The first one they put up is women. And then a whole bunch of different varieties, you know, the uh, transgender, all that kind of stuff. And the last one is male. The last <laughs> one's male. And then it says, your ethnicity, boom, 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 boom. Last one's white. So <laughs> I, uh, I haven't applied for anything lately. So yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking at all these things. because Again, I'm doing my research on it. I'm seeing uh -huh. where, you know, I, and I said, well, let me see what's going on. Because I saw the college thing. I'm like, well, 
what happens with some of these other companies? So I, I went to like a bunch of different um, uh, websites to see what the application process is like. And you know, my, my wife's uh, a president of a company in, um, you know, obviously in corporate America. And I said, I go, what, what's going on? She goes, well, the landscape's changed in the past five years. I'm like, yeah, go, this is crazy. You know, and, and, and all these companies have these. So look, look what um, look what uh, Amazon said. We're going to hire 30 percent or 35 percent black African-Americans. I mean, <laughs> oh, what does that tell people? OK, uh, what's the message? So yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I know my wife is Asian. I have three daughters, um, mm -hmm. you know, so I I, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what 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 exactly is happening on that that side of it. Um, I pretty much try to stay away from those kind of things. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, I tell my daughters like, hey, like I want you to work hard. I want you to never like put yourself in a position or put yourself in a mindset of like, oh, I'm a woman. I can't do this. I can't right. do that. Um, so like I'm always, you know, they wrestle, they do jujitsu, they do lacrosse, soccer, swim. Yeah. Um, and and I, I tell them like, hey, you can do it. You can do it. Like figure it out, work harder, like put more time in and you'll be better. Um, so I always try to keep them in that mindset of like, it's up to you and you're going to decide whether you can move forward or not. Um, and that's going to be a mindset thing for you yourself saying like, I can do this or I can't do this. Uh, so I'm always like, that's one of the things with my daughters. I'm like, look, you have to put, you have to put all that effort forward. You have to practice. You have to do the things that the work that has to go into something to get good at it. If you're not willing to do that, you know, you're not going to get the recognition of someone that is willing to do that work. Um, you know, maybe you're not going to be that most athletic. Luckily they are all very athletic and all very smart. But again, like you can be as athletic as you want, but if you have no work ethic, if you have no um, ability to to go hard when times are hard, um, you know, you're not going to be successful. And, and not only in sports or in school, but in life in general. Absolutely. You know what? I share that sentiment. Exactly. I have two daughters and a son. And you know what? I treat everyone the same, uh, you know, and, and I, I say always have to put forth your best. I mean, you know, my oldest daughter, she wasn't a terrific athlete, but she's a second degree black belt with me, which is very, very difficult to get. I mean, it took her, I think, 15 years to get that. Um, and she's also, she found what she was excelling at and she's pretty good at powerlifting. And she set three state powerlifting records. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and then on the academic side, she's, in her PhD program from microbiology down <laughs> at University of Florida. So yeah, I push my kids and I direct. <laughs> and my, my son, on the other hand, he was pretty big, uh, more of a natural athlete. And so I had to, a lot of things came naturally to him, but I still had to make them work. Um, you know, kind of had to tap a little bit, get a move in here. But yeah. Um, yeah, he wound up uh, graduating from Dartmouth, which is an okay school. And he uh, is, he's the, um, he's all decade North Jersey for shot put and disc. So, you know, he's 13 all decade, which, which is pretty good. He threw the shot put over 60 feet in high school. Wow. Which, yeah. Uh, and, you know, he's done very well for himself. And then I have my youngest who is a very good natural athlete, um, but I have to keep her on task. <laughs> She's yeah. like squirrel. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, I, I, I always put forth, hey, you know what? Do your best. Yep. Be the best. Work hard. The problem that I see is that hard work is not being acknowledged now. And people want to get something for nothing. And the direction of, you know, hey, you know what? I want to be the best. I want to be tough. I want to be strong. I want to be smart. I don't see it. I don't yeah. see it. Uh, I see a, a decline in that. And you know what? This is going to just wreak havoc on our society. Because I'll tell you what, you know, whether you want to realize or not, we're in competition with the Chinese. We're in competition with the Russians. And what are they doing? I mean, yeah. they're doing some, uh, you know, they, they, are not, they are not trying to bring down the level. Mm -hmm. They're not trying to make their men less masculine. 
I mean, you see the whole thing. I don't know if you saw the whole thing with uh, Olivia. What's her name? Olivia Newton John. No, no. no. <laughs> really, really did. Olivia Nunn is that her name? Oh yeah. Olivia. Yeah, am I right? She, doing? Her name? she was, uh, and that and that uh, cross dresser guy, whatever his name was, some type of uh, Kyle Jenner, the Jenner. Not Jenner. No, so it, was, <laughs> it was like in the news recently. I can't remember. I don't even know half these people. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was a big thing about uh, that he was wearing a dress and how great it was that he had a dress on and all this stuff. Uh, you know, what? I mean, I could care less if you want to wear a dress, wear a dress. But you know what? I'm not embracing it. I don't think it looks cool. Uh, I like the difference between men and women. And again, as I said, not saying one's better, one's worse, but there should be a difference. And, and, you know, men are supposed to have testosterone. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> uh, the, the, the more testosterone, unless you're doing it, um, you know, unless you're injecting yourself with steroids or something. Um, but if you have more testosterone, at least the better health for you. Okay. Stronger bones. Better sure. muscle. And you know what? This is not what's happening. So how are we going to go and, you know, implement this stuff when, when boys are being taught not to roughhouse, not to be strong? You look at the decrease in wrestling participation. It's down 42% from the 80s. Really? <laughs> Why is that? Oh, yeah. And then you look at, look at that, that, that pear shape of, uh, uh, you know, of men. The ones that are pear shaped now, that's like, that's deemed okay. That's not okay. <laughs> that's not okay. I mean, look, you're supposed to be V shaped. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, and uh, you, you well, see I think, some. I think a lot of it goes back to just jobs in general. Like a lot more people are, you know, sitting around all day working on the computer versus mm -hmm. out moving, for, you know, farmland or. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, manual labor jobs or any of these kind of things. Um, and I think just in general, we're going to, as technology keeps advancing and as people keep getting lazier, like, like you said, these things are going to keep happening. Um, you know, guys are going to be out of shape. Women are going to be out of shape. Um, and that's why I think it's really important for, you know, martial arts and for fitness and kettlebells and all of those things to be getting out in front of people as much as you can um, and telling people like, Hey, this, you, you need to be in shape. You're going yeah. to live longer. You're going to be happier. Like all mm -hmm. of these things. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at it this way, you know, at, at only, only 24% of men and women ages 18 to 24, only 24% of them are in shape enough to pass the physical exam to become into the armed forces. You look at it this, that, over 70% of people in this country are overweight. Over 40% are obese. And I did this. I just talked about this way before COVID, right, Doug? On one of my podcasts, yep. I talked about way before this happened, that the fact that we're so unhealthy, that we don't do that neat activity, what you were just talking about before, Lance, yep. that non-exercise activity thermogenesis, if you're not engaging in that, whereas uh, you know, my grandparents did, whether my grandfather was working at the shop or my grandmother was actually cleaning stuff with her hands, not yeah. hiring someone to do it for, right? Um, you know, doing the wash, picking things up, moving things, yep. running a vacuum or stuff. My grandfather lifting things at work, you know? We don't do that anymore. We're missing out on that neat activity. Yeah. Neat activity burns more calories than any workout you want to do. Sure, because it's and constant. Exactly. Yeah. Constant. So people have to step up that neat activity. You know, and, and one of the things that um, I've been putting forth is a thing called exercise snacks. Okay. Especially because we're sitting here on our duffs all day. Okay. Not working out. Well, and yeah. Doug knows, uh, listen, I I'll tell you, I had, I taught a bunch of lessons yesterday, some online, some personal one-on-ones and I did my training and I made my little one get out there and, and do rounds on a heavy bag and working on her jab. Got to get her jab better. So, um, see, I like tough women too. <laughs> okay. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, Oh, uh, I want my women to be tough, so I have to make my, my men weak. No, I want us both tough. I want us both strong. I want everybody smart. Why? I look at it like the Vikings, you know, the Vikings, man. <laughs> the 
fought the women, fought everybody, you know, and they were all strong and tough. They didn't say, oh, gosh, I got to make you weaker so I have a better shot. No, that's <laughs> garbage. It's nonsense. That yeah. is a cop out. I, I, you know, no, don't lower the standard. Okay. We're going to get into that stuff too. Again. <laughs> so um, like Doug, what do I do every morning? And I was sore as heck this morning. I didn't feel like doing, what do I do every morning? Doug? You got push-ups, sit-ups, planks. I know you do more than that. No, no. I start my squats. Oh, we got squats. squats. Let me put the squats I, I, in there. I, I do squats first because they suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do squats. I do 50 squats, 50 push-ups, 100 sit-ups and my bridges. And then I do my neck exercises every day, no matter what. That's great. And that's how I start that's my day. That's why you're in such great shape. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, it's, it's consistency. So we, if you do this every day, and yep. it's the first thing you do when you get up. Now, the exercise snacks, that's a nice little exercise snack, right? What does it take, like four minutes, yeah. right? So then what I do when I'm sitting on my computer, because now I'm, uh, you know, at my desk in my house, because uh, no, our, our classes for the college are all virtual. I'm working with these, uh, I'm working with online virtual uh, startups for uh, health and wellness. So what do I do? I have some kettlebells set up, pull-up bar. Every hour or so, I get up. I do some swings, some pull-ups, some dips, you know, push-ups, whatever it is. I change it up every day. I go back to work. So yep. if you do an exercise snack, it doesn't take that much, you know, because the, the, it's recommended that we get – that we get – 150 minutes of low to moderate intensity work in a week. So that's 30 minutes a day. So that's, that's three 10 minute walks. Okay. We're not doing it. Only 20% of the people in this country are meeting that. Then we wonder why we're obese, why we're having all these CHDs, you know, there's uh, cardiovascular heart disease. Um, yeah. And you wonder why, you wonder why that, and if you look at COVID itself, right, 94% of the people who've died from COVID had a comorbidity. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, not a, an average of 2.6 comorbidities. So you know what? They weren't healthy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And why aren't they healthy? Because they're what? They're not being active. They're not doing jujitsu. They're not swinging kettlebells. They're not hitting a heavy bag. And you don't have to do the stuff we like. What do you do? Do Zumba. I don't know. Yeah. Do I mean, some pickup basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Literally go outside and walk for 30 yeah. minutes a day, and it's going to help you in these areas. Like, you don't right. have to be doing a physical combative thing, anything like that. Kettlebell. You don't – like, literally, if you just got out and walked and, you know, moved around a little bit, uh, you know, more than what you're doing now, like, you, you would be in better shape. And cardiovascular wise, and all of these things start to work better. Exactly. So now, here, let's look at this. And I say, well, gosh, okay, what does this have to do with we the sheeple? Plenty. Because I'll tell you why. Because our country was founded on people with independent thought, strong, brave people, not 80% of the population petrified of a virus. Yeah. I mean, there are still people right now to this day who are locked in their basements. Oh, absolutely. They're afraid to come out. Yep. They're afraid to come out. Listen, straight up, and I've been very vocal about this. I did jujitsu in January with a guy who had been one of my guys who had uh, had coronavirus. I rolled with him. I didn't get it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the department head of my college. You know, we had. I've been exposed to so many people that had it. I drove uh, this summer. I drove up to Maine to see my son. I stopped along the way to see one of my guys in New Hampshire. I was out at bars, restaurants, beach, everything, right? Then I then I went down. I took my daughter down to her doctor, drove to Gainesville with her, and I stopped in hotels, restaurants. I worked out in a gym, hotel, everything, right? I got tested five times. I didn't get this stuff, okay? Now, certain people are going to be immune to it. I don't know. Maybe my blood type has something to do with it. Maybe the fact that I'm in good shape. Maybe I was like bobbing and weaving and the virus couldn't get me. I don't know what it was, but- you have to look at, you know, let's look at the factors. Look at the major differences between how I live my life and how other people do. Yeah. Um, the other thing is this, Lance, and, and here's something that's not being addressed. In order to boost your muscular skeletal system, in order to make your muscular skeletal system, what do you have to do? Work out. Work out, right? You got you to tax it. You have yeah. to tax it. Yeah, um, any, any muscle, you have to break it down before you can build it up. 
Absolutely. And, and, and how is that? And, and if you look at your immune system, it operates on the same principle. Yep. Absolutely. So, so if we're sitting locked in our house, not getting vitamin D, not getting exercise, not getting, not exposing ourselves to viruses every day and bacteria, we were assaulted by millions of these things each day. And we're keeping sharp because we're, we're keeping that we're, we're fighting it. We're, we're, we're being strong now. What yeah. if, what happens to our immune system when we're not testing it? It starts to get weaker. All right. It's yeah, more and vulnerable. Exactly. Look, and look at, look, uh, just, uh, and you know, I don't want to get too political, but I want to show what the message that's being put out there. Okay. Liquor stores are open. Uh, pot is being legalized everywhere. They're talking about vaccines and drugs. How much emphasis has been put on by our federal, local, state, whatever government in advocating to work out? When yeah. we have when we have over 300,000 deaths a year attributed directly to a sedentary lifestyle. Sedentary lifestyle has surpassed smoking as a number one preventable cause of death in this country. And then you look at it now and an, an, Almost every single, every single uh, comorbidity that that kills that 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 uh, you know acerbates the um, COVID situation. Yep, it's linked directly to sedentary lifestyle. Sure, yeah, and then, and like you said, that not only are they not promoting it, they're they're actually interfering or or shutting down making it more difficult for people to actually get a workout. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Hey, look, look at this. Um, I, I pulled up some data on some of the studies done in, uh, uh, from April to, I believe, uh, end of September. So they did a six-month window, and they tested 485 gyms with 7 million visits. And this is posted in the CDC. I have it. I have the references and everything. Now, what do you think the rate of transmission was for COVID in those I facilities? Would, I would imagine very low. I, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't know. I'll tell you, zero point zero zero two three percent. That's a joke. So you're closing a fitness facility because it's a as our as our dipstick uh, hair commandant Governor Murphy says it's a petri dish. <laughs> Dude, you know nothing. Matter of fact, you know less than nothing. As a matter of fact, you know what we're going to do, Doug? We're going to go see the guy from Attila's gym. We're going to drive down there, and we're going to uh, – you don't have to – I'm, I'm going to work out. You film it. I'm going to work out at his gym because I don't care what happens. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Um, we're going to go down and see Ian Smith and Frank Trombetti down there at uh, – Yeah, they just Attila's got gym. another fine for $123,000. Yeah, I mean, they, they, wow. they keep fining them. Yeah, and, and he's fighting. God bless this guy. I want to go yeah. in there, give him some money. And, and and support them and and show physical support as well. You know what is trying what they're trying to do is to keep us down, keep us weak, keep us doped up, keep us stupid, and people have to fight back. And the first way to do it is by making yourself strong because you know what? It's a sound mind and a sound body. Yep. You have to have a strong mind and strong body. And you know what? If our bodies are weak. We're scared. People are scared. Yeah. I'm strong. You're strong. I mean, are, are you scared right now of this? No. <laughs> okay, exactly. Look, I look, I respect I respect the fact that this coronavirus can kill. I mean, I obviously right. I'd be a fool. Obviously. Okay, it does. Yeah. Obviously. But you know what the funny thing is? If you look at the uh the, the, the death rate last year compared to the death rate this year, you know, with these two hundred and some odd thousand people who uh, have uh, uh, COVID attributed deaths. The death rate's the same as it was. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> everyone that has died has died of COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It, was not, oh, it must be COVID. Yeah, I know. You know what was funny? Because I, I didn't see any uh, stats from the flu. Flu get, you know, takes out forty to 80,000 people a year, uh, and I don't see that. No. So, like you said, this is a power grab. It's a, uh, um, you know, my, I, have a, I have a buddy that's a Maryland uh, delegate. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, his and he's got multiple businesses and like his stuff has been shut down as well. Uh, yeah. 
and and he said like you know his, his kind of thing is like they're basically picking winners and losers they're saying like hey if you're a big company that has big money mm -hmm. and big lawyers like we're not going to shut you down but like if you're a local mom and pop or a gym or a uh, restaurant, like you don't have any real kickback or, or authority to be able to come after us to change anything. So, so we'll go and kind of uh, say, you guys are going to, you guys are going to be the losers. And we're going to yeah. pick all these corporate, corporate monsters as winners. Um, oh, and, yeah. Uh, there's no doubt what you're saying is hundred percent true. Okay, yeah. first of all, just, just look at what's happening. Look at who they, like you said, they, they're picking the winners and losers. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to crush the independent spirit of the American people. Yeah. Okay, you know what? It starts, it starts by, one, making us weak. Two, making us dependent. Now, they're making us weak by having us shut down and be scared, okay, because fear is a great motivator. Yeah. And you know what? If people are physically weak, they're afraid. Yeah. They're more afraid or they're more apt to be afraid. Okay. When you're stronger, when you're stronger, your confidence is up, your esteem's up, your energy level is up. Yeah. You have, yeah. Uh, you, like you said, like, I mean, you can see when somebody walks into a martial arts or a gym, you know, when they first walk in, most of the time they're, they're not very confident. They're, they're, you know, set back shy, all of these things a month, two months, three months into it, their endorphins are gone. They have more testosterone yeah. going. They're more confident. They walk with their head up. They feel more confident, um, you know. And, and like you said, when they're not in those situations, you know, they 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 go right back to to you know that 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 sheltered kind of uh, that sheltered look. Exactly. You brought up you brought up the endorphin release. Now you know what the you know what the uh, the the common thought on that is. Well, gosh. Um, oh, if you feel bad, take this pill. You feel yeah. bad. Take this other pill. Here, go to therapy. Go to treatment. You know what? You know what you need to do? Work out. <laughs> Work out. Release the endorphins. Because I'll tell you what, all that all that data uh, on the um, I don't know if you know I'm, I'm, I'm CIT certified in ethics and um, in testing, and uh, you know what what's happened with with these SSRIs, those uh, uh, selective serot selected serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Those are all those uh, antidepressant, anti anxiety yeah. drugs, and all that kind of stuff. Um, the testing that was done on them is completely erroneous. The um, the the way that they manipulated the data uh -huh. to point because they wanted to push these drugs. I mean, you're better off working out. Oh, absolutely. Have, yeah, but here's the tough thing: they're, they're not pushing that because they want us medicated. Look, if you look, you look at how many kids are on some type of antidepressant, uh, some type of mood-altering, uh, mood-controlling substance. In the high school, some up to 50% of the kids are on these in, in certain school districts. Gosh, when I was in school, nobody was on that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now that, you know, if, a kid, if a kid's hyperactive, he gets in fights, oh, gosh, he needs counseling. He's got to get put on this drug. He's got to get put on that one. we got to calm him down. And it's mostly boys they're doing it to. Mm -hmm. And especially, you know, boys in the suburbs. Okay. Yeah. That's where it's happening. And, and being, and then and this whole notion of, uh, what's it? Toxic, toxic male. Whatever. Like, whatever. Okay. Like I need, like I need Gillette stupid <laughs> rape company to tell me how that I'm not supposed to rape someone. Yeah. No kidding. Einstein, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, treat people, treat women. Right. Yeah. I know that. Okay, it's called upbringing. Yeah. And, you know, here's one of the problems that, that I see also. When all these kids are there playing on their um, playing on their computers and, and doing all these uh, call of duty and make a duty or whatever they're doing, uh, as opposed to getting on a mat, getting an elbow in their face, getting choked, getting punched or kicked in the head in a sparring class, yeah. then they an appreciation for what it's like. And I'll tell you, at least for a much res more respectful society, when you know – that if you do the wrong thing, you can get cracked in the mouth. You see, yeah. this is this is where, and this is where sometimes, and I know I'm probably gonna get crucified for this, but I could care less. Where men and with what men and women differed, or at least they used to, because I don't know about these guys nowadays. Ninety percent of them don't look like they can do anything. Um, but, but you know, like guys would be more respectful in an argument because we know that when we have an argument. 
it's going to lead to a fist fight. So if I say the wrong thing to this guy, he's going to punch me in the mouth. Yeah. Okay. Now, women generally did not have that. Yeah. I know some of these dynamics are changing, but um, but women didn't have that. So that's why a lot of issues uh, were women in general are typically going to be more pacifist, more kind of like, you know, go away from an argument versus like, you know, where guys can typically start to, yeah, that gets you going like, oh, yeah, you want to argue? I'll argue with you. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. More hard headed, I guess it would be. Yeah. But but now you see that um, what's being promoted is an aggressive female and a passive male. Look, I don't have any problem with anyone being aggressive <laughs> and stand up for the rights, whether it's a male or female. But don't say it's OK for this person, this group or gender to do it. And it's not OK for this one. Yeah, I have uh, like I, like I talked about with my daughters. So my oldest daughter is um, very strong willed, I would say, like. Uh, That's a word. <laughs> she is she is a leader like of leaders, right? So, uh, but uh, in class, in these different things, I see people like, "Oh, you're being bossy. Don't be bossy. You shouldn't be bossy." And I tell her like, "Hey, don't be rude. Don't be disrespectful. But be a leader. Like, if they can't understand that you're a leader, and maybe sometimes you're not being a leader in the right way. Like, maybe you're telling someone to do something versus showing them or or leading right, them right. in the proper way. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I want you to be that person. I want you to be the person that that has a mind of their own, that that is a leader and that is pushing. It's going to be a successful trait for you in the future versus like you're a bossy girl. Don't don't be a bossy girl. Like people don't like bossy girls. Like, no, like be bossy, be a leader. Just do it in the right way. Like right. learn the tactics of being a leader and how to lead people versus just telling someone what to do. Oh, Someone must be outside the door. Our, my little pit bull guarding us. Um, no, ooh, quiet up. Anyway, so um, hold on, let me grab her. Lulu. All right, all right. She wants. She wants to be on camera as always. But um, you know, the, the the thing that we have to do is embrace the leadership qualities no matter who somebody is whether yep. it's a guy a girl but the thing that I, I the thing that i'm seeing right now what's being pushed is that the male is supposed to now be more passive um that is the, the that is this big push in the media social media so forth and you know what it's gonna it's going to destroy our country because if we have a bunch of weak men does russia have weak men no. Is China advocating weak men? No. No. And you know what? We're going to be in trouble. We're yeah. going to be in trouble. Look, I, you know, I remember back in the day, that, <laughs> that, uh, my dog is trying to have her way with Doug. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, like, you know, when, when we had to uh, go out for wrestling, okay, we had a freshman team. You had, a, you had to make the freshman team. Freshmen weren't allowed to wrestle with varsity. Okay? Yep. And you had, to, you had to wrestle off to make JV. You had to wrestle off to make a freshman team. Yeah. Now, you have, you have schools that can't even fill every weight class. And their JV squads, there's like four or five on the team. Yep. Why is that? Well, you know, it's a lot easier to do a lot of things. And uh, we, we, uh, we talked about this on one of my other uh, podcasts about being uncomfortable. Yeah. So, you know, this is, uh, you know, how are we going to, uh, how do we reach people, Lance? What do you think we, what do you think we need to do here to say, hey, you know what, guys, guys, it's okay to be strong. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, it's, it's a good thing. Uh, you know, because if you look at it, look at uh, most of the, you know, over three quarters of the educators are women. And if you look at it right now, you look at the, the trends in, in colleges, over 57% of the graduates are women. And women are making more money than men coming out of college at this point. Now, so so when are we going to start saying, hey, you know, okay, it's great that the women have made strides. It's awesome, man. I never want to hold anyone back. I make my girls do the same amount of push-ups as my guys. I could care less. You know what? Yeah. But 
when are we going to start just having meritocracy rule as opposed to checkboxes and intersectionality? And when are we going to go on merit? You know, uh, like uh, we were doing something in the town. They had like the Santa Claus and then there was and then they had the fire department there. Right. And there's two little young women in their fireman outfits. Okay, all dressed in their garb. And my wife's like, says to my daughter, oh, look at that. Look at that. So cool. We got the, the, look at those fire. Look at the firemen. They're, they're women. You know, da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Great. But if there's a fire, can she pick me up and throw me over her shoulder, carry 190 pounds down a flight of stairs? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> looking at looking at that five foot nothing frame of hers, I doubt that she'd be able to carry my wife down the, down the flight of stairs. I said, no, I go, be careful what you want. See, and again, I don't have an issue with anything. Like I, I, one time I was in New York City and I saw this female cop. She was like 6'3". I'm like, okay, not a problem. She could break up a fight. But when you <laughs> see this, when you see this five foot one cute little police officer, sorry, what are you going to do? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know what the answers are. Um, I just, you know, I, I try to focus on the people that I can influence and mm -hmm. you know, whoever those are, whether they be in my immediate circle or like, you know, through internet marketing and, and through podcasts and, and YouTube channels and stuff like that. Um, and I just push my information out and I try to try to see if people are like minded and and you know, kind of move that way and then hopefully that yeah. grows you know like i think it's a i think it's great that we have guys like david goggins and and jocko and and these mm -hmm. guys that are very masculine guys that um are so popular now joe rogan podcasts and things like that right. that that get that that can really start to get these large masses of people to to look at maybe a different side of things um you know i i think those people that have those large influences are going to be the ones that hopefully can keep pulling, you know, you get onesie twosies off of the, the other side from time to time. And, and hopefully you can kind of keep doing that and, and you start to build yourself back up. Yeah, um, you know, I, do, I do see those, I do see those issues, the, you know, people being scared to say what they think people, you right. know, all of these things that kind of happen just because you don't want to be labeled a certain way, even if you're not that right. certain way. You know, it's funny because you do have to stand up and, and um, a lot of people feel the way that we do, but they're afraid to speak up. Uh, I'm, I'm purposely speaking up because, you know, what? I, I think that it's bad for our society and I think it's bad for our men and it will eventually be bad for our women. It'll be bad for everyone. So, you know, what? you have to you have to base things. And look, if you look at what, the words of Martin Luther King, right, what do you say? Based not on on our uh, color of our skin, but in the content of our character. So you know what? It's all about meritocracy. Do you deserve it? Have you earned it? Have you worked hard? Because I, I, I see the, the the whole hard work notion uh, being replaced by entitlement. And this is why there's that whole socialist kind of, you know, uh, attitude that's being, uh, that's being advocated in our, in our institutions and also being advocated uh, in social media and in the media in general, um, you know, we have to, we have to take control of our lives. We have to be accountable. And I'll tell you the first way to start is start by working out, Yep, make yourself feel better. And, you know, if you look at it, you, you know, this is one of the things I love about the martial arts because the martial arts are a microcosm of life. OK, yeah. you, you know, you have successes, you have failures you have to put in to get somewhere. Um, and, you know, if you don't, then you then you don't get there. I mean, you know, if you if you want to take a, a, a socialist ideal and apply it to a martial arts school, say, well, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. Everyone here is going to be a purple belt in jujitsu. Right. So yeah. all the white belts and blue belts be like, awesome. That's great. And the black belts would be like, no, black belts are <laughs> Way. I don't want to go for that. Well, hey, listen, this is how we're going to do it from now on. Well, and that, that's what that's what's being basically advocated right now. And that shouldn't be. It should be based on your hard work, your yeah, knowledge. 
Well, and I think the the as they say, the cream will always rise to the top. So it's you know, even if someone gets a placement based on whatever it is, they, they even if they don't own that or don't have that ability or don't have the merit, as you said, um, eventually those things are going to shine through, and people that you work with are going to notice that, like, man, this guy doesn't pull his weight, this lady doesn't pull her weight, um, right. you know. So eventually, I think even even with the the things that are the cream will rise to the top and the people that are better will continue to rise. Um, and the people that aren't, aren't cutting it, cutting it, you know, they're, they're going to eventually have the problems that they're going to have based on, they weren't given those, uh, they were, they weren't, they weren't rewarded things for, like you said, that merit versus just being rewarded something, you know, and it starts all the way down with kids sports, you know, um, everybody gets a trophy. There's no, you know, parents aren't allowed to to yell on the sidelines. Like, I mean, all kinds of craziness. <laughs> you know, you know the, the only the only issue that we we got going on though is that the, the the people who get into power. I've seen some of these people. I I I don't know how they got there and why we're listening to them. Um, That's for sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I see some of these guys, and it's just it's just terrible. What's, what, and and then they put laws in place that if you speak out, well, then you could lose your job, and it's happening. Uh huh. It's happening. Yeah, yeah it's it's uh, you know it's it's crazy, and especially with the kind of two party system, it's it's very hard to get away from any of this because yeah. you know I don't care if you vote right or vote left, like pretty much all these guys are buddies at the end of the no, day, even though they may seem like they hate each other and they have completely different views. Most of them are com their views are, or whatever things they put in place are going to benefit them and their friends. Um, and with mm -hmm. that kind of two party idea, it's, it's very, very hard to, um, to get past those, those laws and things that people are putting uh, in place. And I think a lot of that is why so many people on the right and on the left and in the middle were against Donald Trump because they couldn't control that. Like the, yeah. there, there was things that were happening that, man, he's like talking to the people on the left when he shouldn't be. And he's doing things on the right that he shouldn't be. And I think they saw that as a very big threat to the, to the, um, the overall kind of program that we have now, right and left. Uh, oh, the swamp. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, <laughs> we, you know, if you think about this, if you look at uh, just, 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 you know, when you were doing that, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever experienced, I hope you never do, but uh, go to divorce court. Okay. So you go to divorce court. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully it never happened to you. Yeah. But if you go to divorce court, right, you have your attorney saying one thing to you, your ex-wife's attorney saying something to them. Okay. It's very contentious, right? Now, and then they got the judge sitting there in the middle. And then all the three of them are meeting and yucking it up. <laughs> And you two are trying to kill each other, and uh, the bill's getting higher and higher and higher. Okay, that's what's going on with our politics. Sure, these both sides are with each other, and we just keep paying and paying and paying and hating and hating and hating on each other more and more. Yeah. Um, and the way they do is they they keep us distracted by keeping us weak, keeping us afraid, keeping us inundated with sports, keeping us out of the knowledge loop and making us dumber and dumber. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. I think, you know, the, the weak, like, again, like if your society's weak, they can't rise up against like, right. if you take yeah. guns away, they, they don't have anything to rise up against with. Right. So it's like, uh, and if you feed into the mentality of like, Hey, it's, it's right against left. It's white against black. It's, uh, you know, men against women, like whatever that is, if it's not like, no, man, we're all together in this. And we have mm -hmm. to see that like these outside forces are are doing things that um, are putting things in front of us that that start to start those catalysts and start those arguments and and problems. No, 100 percent right. Let's, hey, uh, is uh, Jack waiting? Oh, he's not. He's not. Oh, OK, I saw Paul up in the corner. OK. All right, guess he didn't come in. All right, well, you know what? Uh, I agree with you 100%. And now, when I told you, I said that I, I was thinking about 
starting something up and uh i think i need to do a master film man up seminars <laughs> you know just uh, yeah. hey it's yeah, funny you say that. I've seen a lot of these Facebook. Uh, I'm always looking at Facebook ads because yeah. that's yeah. one of the things that I do. Um, but I've seen a lot of these camps come up, a four-day right. immersion uh, yeah. uh, leadership men's camp and like these things where it's like these guys are going and basically they're going through like a four-day boot camp where they're getting water sprayed on them and they're learning martial arts and getting punched in the face for the first time. Um, and, and these things are starting to pop up a lot on Facebook now. They have yeah. these courses and, and things like that. I think yeah, it's I think a great idea. Yeah, because, I mean, I got some guys, too, ex-military guys and so forth, and I think we can put something nice together because, look, man, I mean, look, how many guys don't even know which end of a knife to use? I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean I, I, I can't imagine I can't imagine being a guy and never been punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> you know. I mean, well, and I think it leads to come. You know, a lot of the things that we said. Like, if you've never been punched in the face, like it's easy to sit behind a keyboard and and talk trash or right. do those kind of things. Where it's like, oh, this guy, like, what are they gonna do? Like, I purposely maintain my decorum when I'm online, and then when someone gets right with me, I said, "Listen, you got you, you got." You can apologize now, or <laughs> if you want to speak like that to me, let's do this face to face. Yeah, I haven't had any takers. <laughs> I'm I'm easy to find, you know. But I, look, I, I don't, it doesn't need to go that. It doesn't need to go there. Look, yeah. You know, you know, we know we're, we're going to use either in combat or self defense. That's the only time I'm going to use my skills. Yep. But you know what? But maintain that decorum. And you know what? You will maintain that level of respect if you have been punched in the face, if you have been choked, if someone has thrown an armbar on you, yeah. you will learn respect and you will respect other people. But if you're just sitting there pressing your little thumbs or your fat little butt in the chair, uh, you know, with your 30 friends on game yeah. of duty, you're not going to learn respect. You're not going to learn what it's like to get cracked. And you know what? It takes no effort to do that. And the other thing is, what about the bonding that occurs when you train with someone? Yeah. I mean, my best friends are the guys I exchange sweat with and, 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 and training and fighting and, you know, shoulder to shoulder and battle and stuff. Those are my best friends. Well, like you said, it's, it's a microcosm there too. Cause it's, you know, it's really a, a, a very good, splinter of society it's white and black people it's it's cops fighting you know people that have been in prison like right, you know, right. not fighting but training uh like yeah. men women like kids like all of these things are coming in that like outside of a martial arts school jiu-jitsu academy whatever it is like these people probably wouldn't uh exchange talk whatever um but in this it's like man we're all equal we're here working out together we're, like you said we're we're sweating we're training we're we're throwing each other down we're punching each other whatever it is um and then at the end it's like hugs and shakes and right. hey, grab a beer you're not gonna get that online no you it's not gonna happen no you have to be physical. You have to be training. You have to be sweating. You have to be putting forth effort, encouraging your other person, right? Being encouraged by other people. Look, none of us walked out and were great martial artists or strong from the beginning. Yes, some of us had more propensity, you know, uh, you know, to to be better naturally, athletically. But yeah. everybody had to learn. Yeah, everybody had to have someone who cared about them. And there's nothing more like that than your coach, whether it's a basketball coach, yeah. uh, wrestling coach, uh, weight training coach, whatever it is. But it's it, and this is what we need, and there's no better conduit than the physical realm to do it. Yeah, and I, I think it's, you know, also it goes to the idea of just being humble. Like when, you know, I, I walk around, a little heavier now. I'm about 200 right now. I, I usually about one 185. Um, but you know, Vicente, who's who's my uh, my master, my black belt, my instructor. Um, you know, I train with him every day on a daily basis. 100. Mm -hmm. yeah, he walks around 145, 155, and yeah. beats me every time. Like, and when you when you see that and you understand those, like, man, like it doesn't matter how big you are. 
and me, I go against, you know, ex NFL football players that are 250 and 300 and I do the same to them. And it's like, you start to see that, that humbleness of like, man, you don't know what that guy knows. You don't know what that guy's carrying. Like, I'm not exactly. Talk, talk bad. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, uh, I, I just, uh, uh, before we wrap, wrap it up, I, I was really a, a short story. Um, do, do you remember a place called the Rendezvous Inn called the Vu in College Park? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. That was big when I was in school. And uh, I was I was off work one night, kind of sitting there, hanging out, just having a beer, relaxing. And this big guy was, I mean, was harassing this little guy. I mean, this guy was like maybe like 5'2". Okay? <laughs> this big guy was like six something. I mean, a big dude. And he's like pushing. I'm like, ah, damn. You know, this all happens very quick. I don't know if you're a bouncer, sure. but I'm yep, like, I'm ah. okay. So I'm like, ah, do I do something? My night off, let the other guys handle it. Ah, oh, man, I, I've been, you know, I had, I worked four nights tonight, had 37 fights. You know, it's like, <laughs> and, and I go to get up and all of a sudden I hear this blood curdling yell. <laughs> the big guys, on, the big guys on the floor, the little guy's gone. Okay. <laughs> The guy's laying on the ground and his leg is off to the side. The little guy sidekicked him in the knee, blew it out. Oh my God. It was it was nasty. I was like, oh snap. Don't mess with anybody. Don't just leave people alone. Yeah. <laughs> now, now if you're online, you're never gonna see that. You're no. never gonna know what can happen when you when you mess with the wrong person. Well, yeah, and if you're really good at like that like call of duty or Tekken or whatever you're playing. If you think like your skills match, like your, your avatar online. <laughs> no, 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 not quite. Not quite. Yeah. But, uh, but Lance, I'll tell you what, it was, it was great to have you on. Um, yeah, uh, now, is, there, is there anything you want to promote? I know, uh, promote your, uh, yeah, martial yeah. arts. So, yeah, go ahead. Roll with it, brother. Cool, cool. Um, you know, I've got a couple things going on. So obviously, I've got a couple gyms in Maryland that we have: uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai Academies, um, Conquest. Is that um, I do Conquest. Conquest Martial Arts? Yeah. So we're right outside of an Annapolis area, Millersville and Pasadena. Um, so that's you got an Instagram handle I could put up for you. Uh, should be like BJJ Conquest, I think. BJJ Conquest. Uh, yep. Or just Lance trip it. Or everything kind of is intermingled, so you kind of see it. Um, Check and the then, spelling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you spelled it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then obviously, if you, if they, anyone owns an academy, um, we help we help academy owners grow. Um, one of the things that um, is like a really, I, I feel like martial arts is a really really honorable kind of profession, um, especially martial arts instruction. Um, because it, you know, not only do you build confidence in people, obviously weight loss, um, skills, muscle, all of those things that we kind of do and help, um, helps kids become leaders and confident and all that kind of stuff. So I just think what martial art instructors do is really, really an honorable profession. Um, and I want, you know, obviously with COVID, lots of people are being closed. Like lots of people are choosing to close just because of the difficulties of it. Um, and so, uh, you know, I want academy owners to be able to make a decent living, to have a good, you know, reputable, uh, reputable, uh, you know, thing around town that, you know, it's not looked down like, oh, this guy's a martial arts instructor. Like he, you know, he's not on the same level as this lawyer or doctor or banker or whatever. So I want you know, academy <laughs> owners to have that same kind of level of respect, um, you know, as police officers, as teachers, all of these things that, that have a good level of respect, um, but also want a paycheck to go along with that. So, you know, we, we help academies grow and, and try to help them um, start to start to build those skills and build those business acclimates as much as they're obviously their skills uh, on the mat. Um, so, so that's at MMA studio seekers, just grow my academy.com. Yeah. Okay. What's the, uh, grow my academy.com. And that just kind of, put you in and shows you some testimonies and, and case studies and things like that. All right. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. And guys, uh, also just to let you know that the body bell method is available online 
and the certification carries ACE credits for learning. That's the bodybellmethod.com. Learn how to work out in a minimalist fashion with very little equipment whatsoever and get really strong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on this podcast, so I'm not going to say it. But <laughs> uh, uh, guys, uh, again, uh, great podcast today. And Lance, thank you very much for being a guest. Thank and you. uh, you're welcome. Are you ready? <laughs> All right, folks, thank you for another episode of Master Phil in your corner. Strength and honor. <laughs> oh, what's coming? Where's our music? It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love it. Awesome. <laughs>